Morgulon's patients believe that their skin is infected with parasites or strings or some other foreign materials and they excoriate and pick their skin and that's what causes the lesions of Morgulon's. I do not believe what you say. I am a Morgulon's patient and I do not believe my body is infected with parasites. I believe that I don't know what my body is infected with. I just know it's infected. And as for the picking and excoriating being the cause of the lesions, no. The lesions are the cause of any picking that may occur. But of course it doesn't occur anymore because it's 2023, y'all. Don't pick. Put the tweezers down. It stops now. All right, y'all, I've been off of it for a while, but I'm back on that treatment trip, and I got a tip of the day. Whoa, hey, it's been a while, I know. Sulfur flowers, 2.2%. Flowers of sulfur, also called flowers of brimstone. Y'all, this shit's probably gonna stink. Sorry, roommate. <laughs> the other one is, I can't remember the name of it, y'all. Hexel something or source all or something it's for dogs i'm not saying try this at home i'm in fact i'm telling you point blank do not fucking try this at home you don't have to because i'm gonna tell you guys what happens all right do i think these treatments will work no i'm actually pretty sure they won't work but am i optimistic yeah does that make sense no but i just do it because why not why not be optimistic? We know it adds years, quality, time to our lives. So why not? One of the few things we do control the way we set our outlook. I put my sunny side up. Try it. Try it today. I hope you know. I'm proud of you. Yes, I'm proud of you. Proud of you for the way you fail and just keep getting back up. Proud of you the way you win every day proud of you for being strong proud of you for being brave proud of you for being vulnerable i know it's miserable sometimes i know what it's like to be depressed i know what it's like to be angry oh i really know what it's like to be angry i also know that 2023 for me will be the year of forgiveness artist formerly known as God reached out to me a couple weeks ago and let me know that anything in my heart that was hurting this year could be addressed with forgiveness I feel better already am I remote am I removed Am I isolated? Am I alone? If the answer is in any way yes, it's time to address this mess. It is time to get together here in this virtual sphere. It's crystal clear. You've just joined the show. Let's go. It's more Morgulans. Thanks for listening and stay tuned.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, you guys, it is time to fact check the fact checker. That's right. Um... (laughs) Tommy Tom 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 sent me this interesting article, leadstories.com. It's a fact check, fact check. COVID-19 nasal test swabs do not contain DARPA hydrogel that causes recipients to be remotely controlled. This was published by Alexis Teresizuk, November 23rd, 2022. Do COVID-19 nasal test swabs contain both lithium and DARPA hydrogel that allows recipients to be remotely controlled? No, that's not true. The Food and Drug Administration told lead stories that nasal swabs used to test for COVID do not contain lithium or hydrogel from the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA. The claim appeared in a TikTok video on Instagram on November 21st, 2022. It opened, great question. The nasal swab tests that everyone's been taking are not tests. So what are they and what do they do? Here's what the post looked like at the time of the writing of this fact check. And there's um, a profile of someone named Jax Loves Jesus, and she is going off about, um, she's quoting from a report archived here titled, Analysis of Test Sticks from Surface Testing in the Slovak Republic Confirmation of Genocide. The report gives no details as to where the, quote, analysis was actually performed. It mentions only an, quote, unnamed hospital laboratory from Bratislava, Slovakia. The report does not disclose methodology, the analysis of the test results, or who conducted the test. The report claims after spawning a mixture of nylon fiber fragments, DARPA hydrogel remains on the nasal mucosa under the pituitary and pineal gland along with lithium. This mixture immediately reacts with living structures to form crystals that are directionally oriented to the pineal gland which has its own electromagnetic field. The shape of the crystals determine the type of hydrogel used. The crystals are conductive due to the lithium contained in it. The crystal can receive the signal from the transmitter to the cell and transmit signals from the cell to the transmitter. These are actually nano antennas. The report is an essay, not clinical or lab research, and not published in any professional science journal. The title does not appear in any science journal, according to a search of the National Library of Medicine, which indexes a million titles. So basically, she's quoting from a report that cannot be corroborated um, or in any way peer-reviewed. It can't even be found, you guys. Nasal swabs used to test for COVID-19 do not contain lithium or any type of hydrogel, Jim McKinney, FDA press officer, told Lee's stories via email on November 23, 2022. The CDC recommends that upper respiratory samples for COVID-19 diagnostic tests should only be collected with sterile swabs that may include flocked foam spun polyester, e.g. Dacron, and spun rayon-tipped swabs. The type of swabs validated for use for OTC 
Vein's over-the-counter home-use COVID-19 tests can be found under reagents and materials in the authorized labeling. As lead stories reported in 2021, hydrogel is not the name for a unique material. It's the term for a set of properties, regardless of chemical composition. DARPA chief spokesperson Jared Adams said that DARPA-funded hydrogel research has helped create only sensors. Those sensors are passive and too big to qualify as nanotechnology, which is commonly defined as one millionth of a millimeter or smaller, basically the size of atoms and molecules. DARPA confirmed to lead stories via email on November 22, 2022, that their original response remains accurate. As of November 2, 2021, email to lead stories, Adams wrote, the profusa hydrogel is inert, does not have any electrical components, and is of similar material to a contact lens or corneal implant. For these reasons, there is no such thing as a, quote, biochip, nor does it have self-assembling, quote, nanobots with artificial intelligent capabilities. Adams also previously refuted a claim that hydrogel sensors could enter the brain and alter it so that recipients could be controlled by a remote. Even if the sensor were placed in the brain and were at nanoscale, which is it, which it is not, it is not possible for it to rewrite memories in the brain nor place new memories in the brain. The sensor has no means of communicating with a phone nor a computer, and it cannot send receive any electronic signals. It is inert and incapable of self-replicating. The sensor is passive and cannot travel in the body nor meld with tissue. The, quote, analysis of testics report ends with a common conspiracy theory that Bill Gates is planning a takeover the world via vaccines. Quote, genetic information in the vaccine leads to the creation of a patented mutant. The dream of the dark forces around Bill Gates is to achieve to force these mutants, for example, by vaccination, to regularly upgrade as a computer program. Lead Stories has reported on conspiracy theories surrounding Gates here. Additional Lead Stories fact checks of the claims related to COVID-19 test swabs can be found here. Okay, so what is significant about this? Um, it is the statements by um, the lead of DARPA, the chief spokesperson, Jared Adams. He talks about the profusa hydrogel specifically. He says it's inert, it does not have any electrical components, and it is of a similar material to a contact lens or corneal implant. This is very misleading. So we're about to fact check the fact checkers. So I had never heard of Profusa. Um, this is a company out of San Francisco, California. Um, it's a private company. And yes, it did receive funding from DARPA. Ben Huang, PhD chairman and chief executive officer. Is he a Chinese guy? Yeah. Uh, from his early exposure as an undergraduate research fellow at the lab of Leroy Hood at Caltech, where the automated DNA sequencer was developed to bring cutting edge life sciences tools to the market at Life Technologies Corp. Acquired by Thermo Fisher Scientific, Ben has seen firsthand the transformative impact that science and technology have to change our world. Prior to Profusa, Ben served in a variety of leadership roles at Life Technologies Corps, including president of the Asia-Pacific region and head of the QPCR division. A former management consultant at McKinsey & Company, Ben earned his MA and PhD in biology from the John Hopkins University. So just to put this in perspective, this guy studied under Leroy Hood. Leroy Hood is the inventor of the first DNA sequencer and synthesizer. So reading DNA, making DNA. That was his mentor. Profusa at CES 2016. This must be a conference of some sort. Skin crawling technology. Why is it called that? Digital Health Summit. We're going to look into that. 
Uh, see how an actual sensor injected under the skin can deliver real-time data on overall blood chemistry using three different techniques to alter tissue and overall oxygen levels. Um, I don't need the demo on the skin crawling technology. I've got it inside of me, I think. <laughs> San Francisco, California, December 16th, 2015. Profusa, based here today, announced it secured $13.2 million in Series B financing to support the development and commercialization of its internal biosensor technology for improving personal health and managing disease. 3E BioVentures, a Beijing-based venture capital firm, led the round with asset management ventures. Kihu360 and other Series A investors participating in the funding, all told, including non-dilutive grants. New financing brings to the privately held company more than $30 million in funding since its founding in 2009. Other financial details were not disclosed. Profusa also said it had appointed to its board of directors Joan Brady, Vice President of Global Product Partnerships at Google Inc., a subsidiary of Alphabet Inc., Karen Liu, PhD, LIU, managing partner of 3E BioVentures, also joined Profusa's board in conjunction with her firm's investment in the Series B round. This round, coupled with prominent board appointments from the biotechnology and IT sectors, provide Profusa with the additional funding and market experience to help ensure our success, said Ben Huang, PhD, Profusa's chairman and CEO. As Google's 15th employee for as many years, Brady is responsible for building and managing content and distribution partnerships that get Google's products into the hands of users around the world. Uh, Dr. Lee heads 3E BioVentures investing in the U.S. and China and is active in creating cross-border opportunities in healthcare. Uh, Profusa Inc. is leading the development of a new generation of biologically integrated sensors that empowers an individual with the ability to continuously monitor their unique body chemistry in unprecedented ways to transform the management of personal health and disease. Overcoming the body's response to foreign material, the company's technology enables the development of minute bioengineered sensors that become one with the body to detect and transmit clinical-grade data for personal and medical use. The company's first product, the Lumi Oxygen Sensing System, is slated to be available in Europe in early 2016 for the measurement of tissue oxygen perfusion in the clinic, clinical management of chronic wounds. Okay, and this is where things get even weirder. July 12th, 2016, San Francisco, California. Profusa, a leading developer of tissue integrated biosensors, today announced that it was awarded a $7.5 million grant from the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, in the U.S. Army Research Office to develop implantable biosensors for the simultaneous continuous monitoring of multiple body chemistries aimed at providing real-time monitoring of a combat soldier's health status to improve mission efficiency. The award supports further development of the company's biosensor technology for real-time detection of the body's chemical constituents. DARPA and ARO, the Army Research Office, are agencies of the U.S. Department of Defense focused on the developing of emerging technologies for use by the military. Profusa's vision is to replace a point-in-time chemistry panel that measures multiple biomarkers such as oxygen, glucose, lactate, urea, and ions with a biosensor that provides a continuous stream of wireless data, said Ben Huang. Um, DARPA's mission is to make pivotal investments in breakthrough technologies for national security. We are gratified to be awarded this grant to accelerate the development of our novel tissue integrating sensors for application to soldier health and peak performance. Supported by DARPA, ARO, and the National Institutes of Health, Profusa's technology and unique bioengineering approach overcomes the largest hurdle in long-term use of biosensors in the body, the foreign body response. Placed just under the skin with a specially designed injector, each tiny biosensor is a flexible fiber 
two millimeter to five millimeter long and 200 to 500 microns in diameter. Rather than being isolated from the body, profusive biosensors work fully integrated within the body's tissue without any metal device or electronics, overcoming the effects of the foreign body response for more than one year. Each biosensor is comprised of a bioengineered smart hydrogel, similar to contact lens material, forming a porous tissue integrating scaffold that induces capillary and cellular ingrowth from surrounding tissue. A unique property of the smart gel is its ability to luminesce upon exposure to light in proportion to the concentration of a chemical such as oxygen, glucose, or other biomarker. Long-lasting implantable biosensors that provide continuous measurement of multiple body chemistries will enable monitoring of a soldier's metabolic and dehydration status, ion panels, blood gases, and other key physiological biomarkers, said Natalie Wisniewski, PhD, the principal investigator leading the grant work, and Profusa's co-founder and chief technology officer. Our ongoing program with DARPA builds on Profusa's tissue integrating sensor that overcomes the foreign body response and serves as a technical platform for the detection of multiple analytes. Overcoming the body's response to foreign material for long-term use this technology promises to be the foundational platform of real-time biochemical detection through the development of tiny bioengineered sensors that become one with the body to detect and continuously transmit actionable medical-grade data for personal and medical use. The research is based upon work supported by DARPA, the Biological Technologies Office, and ARO Grant W911NF1610341. The views and conclusions contained herein are those of the authors and should not be interpreted as necessarily representing the official policies or endorsements either expressed or implied of DARPA, BTO, the ARO, or the U.S. government. The U.S. government is authorized to reproduce and distribute reprints for governmental purposes, notwithstanding any copyright annotation thereon. Well, we gotta find this grant. So this is weird. I looked up the information about this grant and it really did not have all the information that would normally be there. It was predicted to be done in June of 2020. It was started June 27th, 2016. Well, it ended June 26th, 2018. Almost two years, one year and 364 days to complete this project refused to. So the awarding agency was the Department of Defense, awarding sub-agency, Department of Defense. Nothing else is listed. An award may be unlinked if any of the following apply. The award lacks a shared ID between spending submitted through agency financial systems, file C, and spending submitted through either FPDS D1 or FABS D2. For more information, see number of unlinked awards here. Oh my god, you guys, the bureaucracy gets deep and thick as I explore and try to learn more about the grant awarded to Profusa, how it was used. The project is listed as completed, and it was listed as completed in 2018. And we know that the guy lied in 2021, the guy from the government who reached out to the fact checker and said, no, these things don't have any electronics in them and they cannot stream information to a cell phone. They are not self-assembling. This businessinsider.com article, injectable body sensors take personal chemistry to a cell phone closer to reality. New Orleans, March 19th, 2018. Up until now, local inflammation and scar tissue from the so-called foreign body response has prevented the development of in-body sensors capable of continuous long-term monitoring of body chemistry. But today, scientists are presenting results showing tiny biosensors that become one with the body have overcome this barrier and stream data to a mobile phone and to the cloud for personal and medical use. 
The team at Profusa is developing a family of tiny biosensors composed of a tissue-like hydrogel similar to a soft contact lens that are painlessly placed under the skin with a single injection. Rather than being isolated from the body, the biosensors work fully integrated within the body's tissue without any metal device or electronics, thereby overcoming the body's attempts to reject it. To date, the injected biosensors have functioned for as long as four years. Smaller than a grain of rice, each biosensor is a flexible fiber about five millimeters long and a half a millimeter wide, comprised of a porous scaffold that induces capillary and cellular ingrowth from surrounding tissue. The hydrogel is linked to light emitting fluorescent molecules that continuously signal in proportion to the concentration of a body chemical such as oxygen, glucose, or other biomolecule of interest. Adhered to the skin surface or held by hand, a separate optical reader is used to read the fluorescent signal from the embedded biosensor. The reader sends excitation signals through the skin to the biosensor, which then emits fluorescent light in response to the biomolecule present. The data is relayed to a smartphone for an encrypted personal record and historical tracking. Data can be shared via secure digital networks with healthcare providers. Yeah, or just Beijing or the United States federal government. I don't know, but both got their money and their paws in Profusa. And no, it doesn't technically have, quote, electronics in it. It is an electrical sensor. It's a conductive hydrogel, y'all. So yes, it does self-assemble. Yes, it does send electronic signals to a cell phone. And it fluoresces, just like Morgulons. It's a fiber about the same size as Morgulons. And this shit has been around since at least 2013 or so, or maybe earlier from my research, I've learned that there's a lot of funding, government funding that went into projects like this, starting with President Obama's brain initiative. The funding started at 200 million and it went up every year ever since. Guess who is the chief of staff of the brain initiative now and since 2020? Michelle Pearson. Yeah. The lead investigator on the Morgulon study. Yeah, go check out her LinkedIn. She doesn't even list the Morgulon study on her resume. Y'all, things are getting weirder and weirder by the day, which is good. I'm starting to fit in. I belong, you belong, and we approve of us. All right, thanks for listening and stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I almost forgot the treatments. Do they work? Sorry, I'm not having a heart attack. Just walking up Kill Hill in my neighborhood, which is the name of the hill that is, my God, straight up. Um, Hexyl resorcinol, used as an antiseptic and numbing agent for oral ulcers and in veterinary medicine. Is it good for Morgulons? Hmm. If we're doing the star rating system from one to five, five being the best, uh, give it a 2.5. If you itch, it might be really good for you because it does kind of cause some numbness. 
Um, I'm not recommending that at home. I'm just telling y'all my experience. Do not try this at home. The sulfur flowers, 2.2%. Y'all, didn't read the label carefully when I bought this for my horse. And, uh, yeah, it, it was dyed blue. So when I put it on, I basically turned into one of those Avatar characters, just like I predicted I would on my Mor uh, Morgulon ink stain test YouTube video. Y'all check out that channel. I just posted a new one about weather modification. Look around you. Is the weather fucking insane? At least, hmm, I don't know, 100 million people in California could probably say yeah to that right now. Uh, regardless of where you live in this world, if it's in any of the uh, Western allied countries, your weather's been sucking lately. Sorry to hear about that. Check out my YouTube channel. All right, y'all have a great day. Stay tuned.